Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, joined by co-host Jeff. The camera makes me look big. My name's Jeff. How's it going? Welcome to the show. <laughs> why, did you, why did you why did you hold your hands? I don't I'm I'm not used to this. I don't know what to do with my hands, to quote Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the movie Draft House. Uh, we're live and in person again. Um, we, you know the uh, we're in the house of draft, and uh, there's new there's new art on the wall. It's over it, there. It's but crazy. I'm not turning my camera. Uh, I don't want it to reset it up. No, yeah. No, don't we'll do, post it on Twitter. Don't do any of that. Um, however, before we get into what we what we watched this week, um, it's because it's draft night, baby, and uh, you know we we finished the month strong, but. We want to give a shout out to the music and music this week. This week, uh, music this week is brought to you by the the uh, alternative rock band, the Schizophonics. That's one of your favorites. It is something's got to give is one of the best songs you found for our um, show. <laughs> it'd be on the short list of ones if we ever had to go with a permanent track. It'd be on the short list. Yeah. So um, we give a shout out to the Schizophonics for once again allowing us to use your music here on the podcast uh, with their. Song turns to glass. Ooh, I haven't heard it yet. Um, you heard a little bit of it. Um, that's not I true. Don't, I don't yeah. really listen. Anyways, um, anyways, you can catch the uh, all the links to their socials in the show notes. Make sure you're you're throwing them a like, a follow, and a subscribe. Um, Jeff, yes, Mark. What did we just get done watching? Well, it's our anniversary month, and from here on out, every June we redraft themes that we've drafted previously. Makes sense. Makes sense. Maybe. Uh, and so what we did is decided mutually to watch one of our own childhood favorites, yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, in honor of Martial Arts Month. From the year 1990. Which is an old movie for Mark. Mark doesn't watch anything older than 2018. Listen, I was five when this movie came out, okay? I'm not going to say how old I was, but I wasn't five. <laughs> um, it's directed by some guy. It uh, is directed by Steve Barron, and it stars Judith Hogue. Elias, yep, that guy. I think that's supposed to be Casey Jones. It's Casey Jones. Yeah, and then um, a bunch of other people, stunt people, blah blah blah. Judith is uh, uh, April April O'Neil, and then uh, Corey Feldman is the voice of Donnie. I'm not going to go through all the other ones, but notably, when we were watching this, Mark asked who did the voice for Splinter, and it's actually Kevin Clash, who was the longtime voice of uh, Elmo, but I think he got canceled. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not sure. Originally, I so I thought it was like it's not, listen, and this I don't this is it might be bad, but it sounded like Mr. Miyagi uh from uh, Karate Kid, the original Mr. Miyagi. Well, now uh, I got to say the new movie right is Jackie Chan who Spooner. also played you pointed out Mr. Mi- Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi in going to the back catalog, check out the uh Karate Kid review uh where we both agree, hey, that's a good movie. This might be better than the OG. Oh, no, for sure it is. That's Anyways. our hottest take we've ever had. <laughs> I don't think it's... All right, we're not going to get into that. It's a hot take. It is a hot say, take. I don't think it's the hottest take. It's not a hot take to say it's good. It's a hot take I've to say I've had other hot takes on this the podcast. They've all been wrong, but this one we're on board with. Okay. Anyways, um, so watching this... When was the last time you watched, sat down and watched this film? I have no idea the last time I saw right. it because in its entirety, because there were moments that I never picked up on before this viewing. Yeah. And it's, I don't, I'm not sure. It's definitely been 10 years. Oh, it's probably I, been a good 20 for me. I'm wondering if I'd seen this in my adult life. I know I have, <laughs> 
But there was a joke midway through the movie that I never caught before. And one thing that I always hear about this one is that it is it's the most adult Ninja Turtles movie because they say damn. They yeah. say damn a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and the themes are darker and there's, you know, violence and you know, like the Secret of the Ooze comes around and it's it's more cartoony violence. They kind of made it a little more palatable for yeah, kids. Yeah. This is what I love, and I don't know that we'll ever get something like this again, but um there there's a joke in here that uh Casey Jones is down in the in the sewers with the turtles mm-hmm. and he's getting a little anxious because he's probably claustrophobic and Donnie calls him on he goes you're claustrophobic he says no I'm not I've never even looked at another guy before I never caught that he was being homophobic before ever watching this movie <laughs> why, why would you i mean i just didn't yeah, and then yeah. this time watching i'm like i never knew that he did that that he was that like his immediate reaction is they think i'm gay <laughs> as opposed to scared of small spaces i just <laughs> i found it to be uh, i wonder yeah that's so 1990 that's a that's a pretty i wonder people watching this film if they actually knew the difference between claustrophobic and and homophobic? Well, well, I mean that's they, the they, that's the play that's the play they're making. But he doesn't understand it because he thinks he's being called homosexual. Right, right, right. Um. Anyway, and I just never because it it oh, that's good. It comes and goes real quick, and I just thought it was. I just never caught it. That's more what I was amazed at. That it, yeah, it was here the whole time. Yeah, and I just never noticed that Casey did that. Yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, it's probably been 20 years for me, uh, at least. Um, there's certain beats in this movie that I I, I will always remember. Um, Pizza yeah. Dude's got 30 seconds. <laughs> well, um, them being in, the, in April Neal's apartment for the first time, for whatever reason, that stands out to me. And I always remember that. I can like picture it in my mind. Um I probably had a crush on April O'Neil when I oh. first saw this. So I hear a lot of people are like, they go back, they're like, ah, she's like second April O'Neil is a hotter April O'Neil from, from. Wait, do they recast? Oh yeah. It's a different April in. Secret oh of the shit. Years. We'll do it one day. We'll what? figure out how to do it. They Oh, I don't even know. I'm, shit. Yeah. But this one, I mean, I, I love this April O'Neil. And so. Well, I mean, she's, she's a Fox for sure. Um, Mikey is all over it. I was a little upset that Mikey wasn't more jealous when yeah. Casey gets the girl. Right, at the right. End. And they're all very supportive. They're and I'm like, like wait, y- y'all were just fawning over her. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe they were just in a good mood to have Splinter back. Well, the, but, the, you know, and then towards the end of the movie, they, they reference her as sis, you know, and so it kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense. But like the transition from them. I think they realize that their non genitalia have an ass is not going to hook up with April. Listen, so if anybody listen, can, it might as well. There's a buddy, whole corner of Casey. the internet. I've not been there. I've not been there. I'm just saying, like, you can go to that corner and see everything that you think doesn't don't go together. Want to. You keep trying to do it. You keep sending me <laughs> links, and I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I. All right, that's not, false. That's not that's the fake, porno draft house. Fake news. Um, that's that's an idea. No, no, I had once had an idea for um, a podcast, but it was more of a joke. But that it would be a porn podcast where we would just review porn parodies and compare yeah. them to the original. 
That would be interesting. I so don't like, know how that would work. There's something about Mary, yeah. and then there's one called "There's Something About Mary's Ass." Hey, there's a there's a April O'Neil um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles porn. I'm, he keeps trying to get me to see this stuff, and I'm not going to do it. I'm just it. saying, there's a porn star whose name whose porn name is April O'Neil. Great, and she has done some porn of herself as April O'Neil, the character from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm just saying, like, that exists. I There's never been a porn that I've seen. I'm sure it exists. That's full. Oh, okay. No, I've seen. There's never been a porn that I've seen. I thought I've you seen. were claiming you've never seen one, and I was going to be like, well. Uh, where April O'Neil is uh, not fucking some turtles, but um, I've never seen that. I don't know if it exists or not. I'm sure it does somewhere, but I have never seen it, so put that. I'm going to put that disclaimer in the show notes. Um, Mark's never seen turtle porn. Uh, I'm editing. <laughs> I'll be taking care of the show notes. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's talk about. Um, so the you know the story it's it's pretty basic for an origin story. There's very little origin actually, and it and it glosses over the origin. It does it. It does. I think the right amount of origin, considering that you're wanting kids to watch the movie, right? Yeah. So all of the origin stuff is done through Splinter saying, "Yo, here's here's what's going on," right? And that's fine. What I love about this is how turtle centric it is in that it's not like I don't there's not it doesn't leave me wanting anything other than Krang at some point. But I also get that. Hey, we'll do Krang later. You don't want to bust your whole nut here. So hey, bring it circle. Bring it right back around to your favorite film. (laughs) Um, And I've sidetracked now. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Get back on it. Like my favorite film, um, I can't. <laughs> I can't. No, all right. So, um, the the origin to the side because it's 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 done. It's there. Um, it doesn't uh, really linger too long. And <laughs> what did you think of the little animatronic rat and turtles? The small ones yeah, yeah, yeah. in the flashback, I yeah. love them. They are creepy, especially the turtles. <laughs> They're very uh, gremlin-esque. Yeah, the rat is actually kind of cute, right? Like, <laughs> the, especially the scene where he talks about his master being killed, yeah. and then he's there, like, being a tiny rat. Yeah, kind yeah. of adorable. Yeah. The tiny turtles are f- are creepy. Yeah, they're they're very they're very nightmare fuelish. What I like to like, I'm, I'm I almost called them freaks, and then I remember there's a scene in the movie where Casey calls Raphael a freak and it really offends him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't the first time this has happened. Like it pisses Raph off. Yeah. And I just I like that those themes are there. Like it's not even blatantly said. It's under like it's understated. You see that he gets mad being called a freak and yeah. you can sort of infer from that the rest. Uh the animatronics on the regular turtles are still Timeless. Yeah, yeah. I are. think that the outfits. They're, they're, I mean, you couldn't. You they were they were seamless. The the suits. There were a couple seams. <laughs> there were. There's two. There's a later in the movie when they show them from behind. You can kind of see on their neck. Yeah. Where like the kind of the head goes on. Nothing major. But there's the creepiest one, and I saw this on Twitter. If you go and watch the scene when Raph wakes up and he's in the bathtub. And Donnie says, this is a Kodak moment. 
and it cuts back and he laughs and his mouth opens real wide, you can see oh, the actor's yeah, yeah, yeah. mouth in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did see that. Um, and I was like, wow, was, it looks like uh, one of those plants from like Mario uh, open up. Anyway, it was rough. Um, but go back and if you haven't seen it, it will haunt your dreams. So, um, animatronics, you know, are great. Uh, you picked up on it right away. Like, dude was on scene for like a so, second. Let me give myself a little less credit. Okay. I think maybe I knew that somewhere in the back of my brain. I, oh, good. And you just accessed it, you know, 20 Instantly. years later. But Sam Rockwell is in this movie and a bit part. He's like the leader of He's the lead thug. He's listed as lead thug in IMDb. Okay, lead thug. So there's like two tiers then. There's the thugs, which are all the little kids that go yeah. running around, and yeah, he's yeah. the lead. And then there's the actual foot clan, which are the people who have been trained by uh, Tatsu. Whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, Tatsu. Um, and um, No, but this dude was on screen for a second. You're like, is that Sam Rockwell? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And then like they showed that man's face, and it for sure was Sam Rockwell. I was like, how yeah, the Sam Rockwell. fuck did you do that? I mean, it's it's it was good. I'm the best. Yeah, is what it is. Well, I mean, maybe. Uh, so, um, I, I don't. <laughs> there's certain parts of this film where I'm just like, I'm like April O'Neil, just her entire life just got burned to the ground, and she's like, we gotta get Raphael to to safety. I was like, bitch, you you're they just burned your fucking place down. Uh, like she lives above an antique store, which she also owns. Never it, operates it. Never I don't operate. know when she has the time because she's busy reporting. Right. And she she tells everybody that I guess it was her family's and she has no more family. And she just operates it when she has a chance. But it's an antique. It's, it's weird. It's it's a it's just a weird bit of storytelling. Um and then so Raphael comes crashing through the roof. And after fighting on the rooftop with some foot soldiers, and then they all come smashing through windows and breaking down the door, and then there's this huge fight in April's apartment, and she's just on the floor with Raphael because they think he's almost dead, and then stuff happens in the antique store below her where, like you pointed out, um, an accelerant goes off. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a scene where like an electrical box gets hit by a foot soldier and it catches fire. Fine with that. Right. If it slowly spreads and burns everything down. Yeah. Fine with that. Yeah. No little spark. And it's just, it goes up and it's clearly been rigged by the, the well, film team. Yeah. But so they all make it out, uh, you know, barely. And, the entire building, and it's not a small building, it's a big building, um, is burning to the ground. Uh, April's, all of April's things, her family's store, um, and they they drive to the New York countryside, and um, she goes to this house that apparently she owns as well. She hasn't been there in years, though. And she hasn't, but she hasn't been there in years. But I'm just like, where are all these... Pl- why? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I get it's convenient. It's not even convenient she for the has plot. It's a wealthy family that left her lots of things. Sure. I'm fine with it. 
But why that bit of storytelling? That's, I like, guess that's why, my what? question. That, I, because they needed it. They why needed did, the why plot. Did they, why did they need to go to the countryside? Because they had nowhere else to go. Why couldn't they? Go, why can't Casey Jones? Casey's have, homeless, bro. <sighs> Casey does not have a home. Is that said? Was that said in the no. movie? No. Oh, okay. You but, you're inferring that. Yes. Okay. He's already in the woods. Okay. He's comfortable sleeping in. Like he he's used to sleeping outside, which is why he's claustrophobic. Right. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. But I, I don't just, think I, he has a, a steady place to lay his head. No, you're right. Uh, I just like it was just weird because it's a it's a detour from everything. It's where everything slows down. Um, we get uh, we get a, a meditation of the turtles where they they all uh, coherently. Conjure up Splinter. They have a seance. <laughs> they have a seance. <laughs> and Splinter is like, I'm so proud of you guys. And, and they, they te- all they cry. Te- he teaches and them I the last. I cried a little bit, and it was touching. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then like, this is, you know, after Raphael has, you know, been rehabilitated, or, you know, rehealed, or I don't know. So they take my man, who's had his ass completely destroyed by the foot soldiers. Mm. Not not literally, mm. not that kind There's of movie. That, that corner That's again. The, you need to go over ask Mark about those movies. He gets his ass whipped, and they just dump him in the tub. They don't put him on a bed sideways. They just like plop him there, and that's where he has to heal. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but then there's also this creepy scene with uh, Casey Jones and April O'Neil in the kitchen, and like that scene's the best. <laughs> It shows you the difference in how far we've come as the way to court women. <laughs> it is. It, it is very. Uh, he, it's very cringy because it's like very forceful and he is an asshole, but it works. Like this is what she's looking for. He. So she comes in the room. I got a. I got a crank in my. She doesn't even say it out loud. Like yeah, yeah. she's not asking. Yeah. Even subtly or under her breath, she's just like. He starts to rub her, and she throws his hands off. And that should be enough now, days, for you to be like, my bad, I overstepped my bounds. I apologize. Sure. He doubles down. Yeah. He grabs her and sits her in the chair and then just goes at it. And she's down with it at that point. But And then the turtles walk in and they're just like, they look each other, they each, each, like, stare at each other. She's not wearing a bra in the scene. I, was, I didn't pay attention to that. Well, she doesn't have, I mean, like... I don't, I, I don't mean, know what to say. I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. To but the turtles didn't notice either. No, right. Um, They're not the, used to that kind of anatomy. They all. Why do they think she's hot? That's what I don't get. I mean, she's. I they mean, don't have human DNA. They do. Can in, turtles not get aroused? Google. <laughs> no, I don't know. They can, but would they? No, I, I mean, you got a computer in the lab. Look I'm it not up. looking up turtle arousal. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> not you're on, on my, my wi-fi i'm on my computer and my search history is not gonna when they when Bro, I are you in not in incognito mode one day incognito mode doesn't help it'll get rid of the history but it's still out there <laughs> i'm just saying i think turtles can probably still get you know a turtle boner. sure um but get I, at us if you're a turtle and you also an etymologist, get... I think that's what it is. Can turtles be aroused by the sight of a human woman? 
That's what we want. Oh, I mean, okay, you put it that way, and it sounds far fetched. But oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like normally, I don't know. I do, right, they lay eggs, so yes. Are turtles asexual? No, they're not. No, you've seen the videos online, haven't you? No, man. I, I've seen a lot of videos online, but no, that turtle. There's the famous one where it's like humping a shoe. <laughs> they they procreate. Uh. With intercourse. Okay. All right. Good to know. Far as I know. Yep. I've seen the videos. I mean, we're constantly coming back to the video. I don't know what to tell Um, you. But who thought this is what Ninja Turtles would inspire? (laughs) The, uh, um, so I, I, I did, you know, a lot of this backstory behind Shredder and, um, Master Splinter. I, I didn't remember, or I didn't. I don't. I don't even know if I ever knew it. But um, I thought that was kind of, you know, kind of cool. And it was a, uh, it was a, a cool way to to bring Shredder to um, his motivations. I guess clear. Um, He's just an asshole. Well, I mean, once once Splinter and him, and they don't even fight. Like Shredder goes out like a little bitch. Um, well. So the turtles get up there. Yeah, the and turtles they get smashed. Yeah, yeah, that was not a good. They scene. are no match yeah. for Shredder, which I like. I like the fact that they, and in a world where we get a, a direct follow up to this movie, which we kind of don't like, the second one, it is in the same world and is continuing the same plot, but it feels very different. Yeah, it's a little bit disconnected because they lighten it so much. But if we got another sequel where. Maybe this time Splinter's not available to help, and they got to do it again. It sets up for something later where they have to actually beat him now, and it would be effective storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I just I didn't like. We didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't like the the fight because they never take them on together. Shredder on on the rooftop. It's It's always one one v one. Yeah, and so the fight choreography in the movie largely is good. Yeah, I think so. Um, but the one-on-one fights with Shredder are just like squash it, matches. It was yeah, and it, and it wasn't so like we wait. So we get we get Shredder throughout the movie, but we don't get Shredder fighting until the very end. And yeah, he's, he doesn't really fight. He just he does a, a like a low key. What's the term? Uh, Jin Jinkundo. I can't remember what it's called. There's a type yeah. of fighting which is very much a a disarm. Yeah. You all you're really doing is disarming and moving someone to the side. I think it's what Sagal does. He fights for Russia now. He's an idiot. <laughs> um, but it I think that's what he's doing. All he's really doing is just disarming. Like at any time he could kill these turtles yeah. and he's playing with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, and it's just, I just think that was probably the biggest letdown in the film for me is that we didn't get a shredder versus all of the turtles. Yeah. Um, like, and, and I think, you know, and I, I'll be honest with you, I have not seen another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. The cartoon, the, the animated stuff. I haven't seen them. You haven't seen the original? No. No, I just, I've, I've, I've had zero desire to, to see that. The original's really good, although I don't know how well it's aged. Actually, the first season is like one whole story arc. It's really good. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, so we're talking about the TV show. Yeah. What are you talking about? You haven't yeah. seen any other movies. No, the movies. 
I've oh. seen the TV show. So you haven't seen the Michael Bay ones? No. They're trash. Right. Um, the TMNT animated movies, not bad. Okay. Um, and I think that's it, right? Have they done anything else? Yeah, they've done they've done a handful. Um like Michael Bay did those weird Those suck. Well, like in and he made he made the turtles look grotesque and it Un- was healthy. Yeah. They were not <laughs> no. Um that guy's an idiot. And then there's the um the TMNT one. Um That's just like a long Saturday morning cartoon to me. It's yeah. not bad. I, I it's I just I, I like I never had any um desire to see those is because I don't know why. I don't I don't know. Now why. the new one coming out looks amazing. Yeah. Feud and Mayhem. Yeah. Have you watched the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtle show? No. That show is awesome. Yeah. The the they have done a couple since, but it's the the CG one. Um that's really, really good. I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway. I just there's um, I I can see why. So the 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 TV show came after these live action ones, right? No, the original. The original TV show. No, no, the show was first. Oh, okay. Um, well, that makes sense. We fell in love with the TV show, then we went and watched the movies. Ah, uh, okay. You really are younger than me. I am. Um, don't you ever forget it. Uh, the only reason I do <laughs> is because you have way more gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> genetics uh, um but uh i just i don't like your favorite your favorite live action teenage mutant ninja turtle movie is this one easily um, by a mile two two is good i like two three is hot garbage and i know that you think it's good but i'm guessing i haven't seen it in exactly ages. the fact that you hadn't seen this in a yeah, yeah. 20 years yeah. lets me know that the 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 mark that saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, yeah, yeah, was five years old. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that you're allowed to have your own opinion. However, that one is out of date, and you'd have to watch that trash again, <laughs> and tell me for sure that it's <laughs> actually good because it's not. I just remember. I remember watching that probably when I was. It came out what ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Ninja Turtles three. That's about right. I yeah. Find out. Um, and. I just remember it being cool because they were samurais, and um, I remember watching, you know, because I think I watched Secret of the Ooze. I think that was my first Turtles movie. It's because I would have been five when this came out, and I I do not believe my parents would have taken me to see this movie when it was first out popular or whatnot. Um is but it, I know I for sure saw Secret of the Ooze in the theaters. Yeah, it's a much more kid-friendly one. It's also really good because you get Token Razor. Right, right, right. And that's awesome. And you get Ninja Rat with Vanilla Ice, right. which is st- awesome. Still, like... I, and then, then after after Secret of the Ooze, I, was, I remember 3 coming out. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I went and saw it in the theaters. And my thought process... 93. Like, they shat these movies out. Wait, Turtles 3 is 93. When did Secret of the Ooze come out? I'm checking. Because this was 90. Must have been a, a turtle movie a year. Secret of the Ooze was 91. Good Lord. Damn. Well. They shat them out. I remember seeing Secret of the Ooze in hey, the Secret of the Ooze is awesome. Yeah. It's on Tubi wow. currently. Well, well, then, anyways. 
Um, let's have an illegitimate means story. Okay, let's do it. I'm at Mark's house. Yeah. Illegitimate. He's going to pull it up because he yep. can't find it. Yeah. Well, it's not available to stream other, than Tubi. other than Tubi. And, and we didn't want to do that. I ads. told him I'd say, I'll buy it. It's eight bucks. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite movies. I don't mind owning it. No, 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 man. Check it out. Check it out. He's trying to sell me on it. And it just doesn't work. It starts, you see the New Line Cinema logo, and then it goes blurry, and then it shows New York a little, and then it goes blurry again. He's, no, 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 it's fine. Illegitimate <laughs> means is the best. Listen, um, sometimes you get a bad link, all right? You get a bad link, and you just got to move to the next, next link. Next thing you know, you're watching the Ninja Turtles porno. Listen, had that been spliced in here, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It would have been, it been I, shocking at first. And then zip. And I would have left. I would have left. And I'd say, sorry, Mark. No. <laughs> Listen, we can't have... Um, the not, two- not in front of the RRR brothers. You're right. We can't fight in front of the... You can't do anything in front of the RRR brothers. The, the kings of bromance. <laughs> you know, I was scrolling through, uh, through uh, Netflix films last night trying to find something to watch and the the just released or just added section and i came across with uh i forget his name in the movie but this guy here in front um he's got a movie it's a you know it's a bollywood movie yeah but uh it's on uh netflix and it was so it was just just came out on netflix and the story premise i remember is um he's on a he's on a an island and he comes across a secret tribe of somebody and he falls in love with the princess. And then he realizes that it's all some other thing. Mm. Like, like they're not a, they're not a lost civilization. They're, Does he pick up a motorcycle and beat people with it? I don't know. I didn't watch it, but okay. um, I was interested by the premise. And so I put it on the, Hey, I'm interested in this. It's probably fucked up my algae rhythm of the Netflix, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll report, report back. back. Yep, report back. Yeah. So this is definitely my favorite of the Ninja Turtle films. Um, I like how understated Shredder is. You don't. I, one thing I like about this movie is how they trickle out the reveals. So like the first scene, you don't see any turtles. And then the first Ninja Turtles fight is all in darkness. And then you see Raph's head under the sewer. And then you kind of get the shadows of the turtle, and then finally you get to see them. And they do the same thing with Shredder. They just kind of slowly unveil how he looks and what he's doing. And I appreciated that sort of way of keeping us enticed. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, for a for a film aimed at kids, but also trying to tell you know a cool story, I guess. Um, it's, I mean, the, the reveals are handled pretty good. Um, I, I like Casey Jones's reveal was, was cool. I love Casey yeah. Jones in this movie. Yeah. Like excellent casting. Yeah. Excellent character. Um, he's a bit of a misogynist, but it works for that character. I'm not saying it's okay. 1990, bro. But it worked for the character. It's 1990. Everybody was a misogynist. That's true. <laughs> and everybody was worried about being called gay. <laughs> right. The, uh, um, yeah, I, you know, there's not a whole lot else to say about 
this particular movie because the animatronics still hold up. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it's got the so it's set in New York City, but we it's so it's it's grounded to this like we never get like wide shots of New York City. We never get we get a couple of uh you know filler spots where it's just traffic. Yeah, and, and and whatnot, and it's probably wasn't even shot as part of this movie. It was probably like B roll footage, um, but I do I did like the setting. Um, it's because it's very grimy. It's it's one of those like set in New York City, but it gave me like a um, a, uh, a original Ghostbusters feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and these and it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, 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 it has that feel of old grimy you- New York. New York the things City. you say about in the past where he's like, I don't know why people like older movies, the grain and blah, blah, blah. And here he is like, I like the grain and the oldness. No, the, the grain. No, I'm talking I'm not I'm talking about like the you like set. the grain. I'm you talking about the like set. the grain. And then on top of that, we had to deal with the fact of illegitimate means lower resolution. And so it was even fuzzier. I don't think it was low. Yeah. It was like 720p. Mm. It was seven that it, it the link said it was 720p. Oh, the link. Anyways, anyways, um, I I I enjoy I enjoyed the film. I I enjoyed it. There, um, it was probably a little. Was it on the long side? How long was this movie? No, I didn't. Like think hour so. forty five, maybe. Yeah, it yeah, it, okay. it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, hour thirty three. Oh, nice and oh, okay. brisk. Yeah, yeah, all the scenes are good. Like there were no scenes that came up. And I'm like, oh, this is that scene. Right, right. It was right, just right. like, oh, this is this is that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I like it a lot. I like, and there are things I didn't remember, like him, Casey Jones finding the golf club when he's in that final battle with yeah. Tatsu and, yeah. uh, who he goes out like a bitch too. Yeah. Uh, the one character uh, that I remember and also didn't remember was Danny. Danny could get hit by a bus. He's yeah, he like sucks. the kid who like kind of is friends with April and he learns a lesson, and he's part of the foot, but then he's not part of that. Uh, yeah, that and and April's relationship with her boss, just kind of dumb. Like you kind of get. I actually kind of like like that's you get like best friend vibes. From I don't even get that. No? Like because it's definitely boss vibes. Because he's like, stop, stop! You're getting me in trouble with the commissioner or whatever. And she's yeah, but he shows up at her apartment and she's asking about his kid, and then she asks how his kid's doing. You know, because she's nice. He's yeah, an asshole. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that kid. Um. Yeah. I. I just. Uh. You know. It minor. It's not even a gripe. He does what he's supposed to do. He's annoying. <laughs> um. But who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh. We haven't discussed um, this. Uh, Leonardo for sure. Um, I was wondering that because I know like a lot of kids. When they're kids. And it's only because he has samurai swords. Was Mikey. Is it just the swords? The swords. Yep. 100%. So it we, was the cool. It, he had the coolest weapon. Um, You know, when I was growing up watching the TV show, all that. Um, He had the coolest. He had the coolest weapons. Yeah. And so when you played the game, you played as Leo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a Raph guy because Raph was the hothead. Right, right, right. The size, it didn't work out that great on the game because he was always the worst on the game because he had size. So he had <laughs> right. the, the shortest range. <laughs> right. But um, I just liked him because he was always pissed off all the time. I don't yeah. And like, and he's a, he, you know, the, there's supposed to be 15 year olds here in this movie. And he's, he's, he's got a thick New York accent. Right. He's like, hey, Buster. <laughs> hey. 
talks like a I'm do- I'm do- I'm Ninja Turtles here. <laughs> he talks like a 55 year old Italian man. Hey, hey, Louis, <laughs> Louis. Um, it's just like they have. He has a lot of angst for a 15 year old. Um, 15 year olds have a lot of angst. Uh, they have angst, but he's got a lot of it. Yeah, there's a, just a lot. But um, he's dealing with this. With he's his the central. Problem. He's the central turtle in this film. So and in the second one. Like he, the thing about Raph, those do him dirty. He's always the one getting captured. <laughs> he gets captured in this next movie, and they have to go save his ass again. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't like. I don't really know why. I guess I do know why. Is because he is the outspoken hothead. Yeah, he's know. the one who ends up being separated from the group right, the most. Right, right, right. And it makes sense, you know. But yeah. So, um, uh, do you recommend this one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's my favorite. Yeah, uh, I think the new movie might be my new favorite if it's as like if it can do for the Ninja Turtles what Spider Verse has done for Spider Man, it'll easily be my new favorite. Yeah, that's that's a lot of Spider Verse didn't really need to do anything for Spider Man though. That is true, right? But it did something that other Spider Mans hadn't done, which is what introduced well for one introduced a new spider-man we've only okay, ever yeah, seen yeah, pete yep yeah, true and then kind of open up the spider universe and be actually a movie that's more directed to comic book fans and so maybe the new ninja turtles movie kind of takes in part of that you know i don't know well no i mean that's a yeah, that's a good point ninja turtles are comic book based are they yep they were originated in the comics oh shit I don't know that. What about you? Do you recommend um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He's exhaling. No, I'm not going to recommend it. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's fine. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I just, you know, our, I mean, RRR was a recommendation. That doesn't mean you can't recommend something that's not as good as RRR. Because if that's the case... We're going to be here a while not recommending anything because it's one of the best movies we've ever watched. Yeah, I just I don't put I don't put that in this. I don't put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the same class as something like RRR. <sighs> I just don't. I mean, I, it's fine. It, like it's your the mo- recommendation. Right. Thank you. Um, I think it's fine. And, you know, I think every kid who enjoys a Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtle kid. film see what he does? should see this one to know where the filmography of the turtles started um and i you know and like i can can imagine it's funny i find that funny why here's why why because all the times i'm like mark you need to watch older movies as a fan of cinema yeah i think it's important you know where film was and to know where it's going, you're like, I don't want this old black and white. And uh, oh, what is this? But yeah. I will. No, I don't. I may not when enjoy it. When I make it. you, you will. You don't do it on your own. No. What is the last time you put on an old ass movie because you wanted to watch something? I, I, I that don't was even classic. Know. I don't even know. Never. It's because they all suck. Um, False. <laughs> and I have proof because he was on an episode of Hitchcock chronologically where he really enjoyed a film i showed him so no dial in for murder is it's, it's, it's a wonderful film is see um mm-hmm. no and, and they i'm don't not saying suck right i'm not saying that i i, I, I did say they all suck you but did? um you know i've been proven wrong and i don't mind that but um yeah you do <laughs> you get really hurt <laughs> the uh anyways um i 
I like I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't recommend it because I I I I want to keep my recommendations up on a pedestal. Um, I don't want to like just devalue the the recommendation by just saying. What yeah, was that was movie fun. recently we watched that we didn't actually enjoy that much that we recommended anyway? Which it's one was in the that? recent weeks? It was like yeah, it's like a classic. Of, I, um, I don't know. Oh, there will be blood. Oh, there will be blood. Yeah, right, we were right, like, right. I guess I recommend it. No, because we we agreed that it was a great film. Like everything about it, yeah, fit the fit the um the discussion of what a great film is. Even though we were each like, man, I don't think I would watch this again. And I'm in, I'm kind of in the same boat with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is that I don't know how like how eager I would be to watch this again, um, even though like a film like The Greatest Showman, which I I watched just the other night with my my kid and we were fucking singing along to the songs, um, I've seen countless times. I those there's just movies and like you're different. I am. Uh, I you you will sit down and watch movies multiple times. Um, I am not really that type of person. I don't really just sit down and watch movies that I enjoyed once upon a time again, just to make sure I still enjoy them. Um, like I'm, that's why I'm glad this podcast exists is because I, I come back to things and I'm like, Oh shit, that was really, that really was a good movie. Um, or that changed my mind on that. movie. What is the oldest movie you can remember liking? <laughs> don't say dial M. Okay. Um, Oldest movie I can remember liking. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen? <laughs> no. All right. It's probably it's, uh, uh, New Hope. Star Wars. Fair enough. Well, it was what? 70, 73? 70s. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's 50 years old, bro. That's crazy. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Anyways. I've heard of it. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's draft night. It's draft night, bitches. Yeah. Try to say it on mic. It helps. Um, <laughs> I was going to grab my piece of paper. <laughs> um, so uh, for the month of July, we are doing erotic thrillers because oh, Mark baby. has found a song that is the sexiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And you just sometimes when you can't think of a, a, a theme. Yeah. We just let the music inspire us. And I think that's a great thing. Can I can do. I say what the music is? Is it? You're part of this podcast. Right. Oh, that's Go a, ahead. I didn't want to like spoil anything. Anyways, uh the band is Sex Brews. Oh. All right. Um, and the song is Ford Taurus. Oh, it's so good. Um it's so sexy. But yeah, we're gonna uh we're 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 drafting to fit the theme of erotic thrillers. Um and this one, is be one a could nasty say that, month, that April Neal's porn could cl- classify as an erotic thriller. Anyways, um, I, that's not one of my picks. We are going to break that. out the booby and dong counter this month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got two that are probably, we should just like go ahead and just um, hedge our bets and start with 10. Um, 10 boobies? And 10 dongs. In one film? Oh, one film? No, okay. No, not oh. one film. I was okay, gonna... well, you're going first because I have to edit all this crap. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so I just, I forgot we were actually drafting today. Um, so I, I didn't advance plan, 
but um, I've been meaning to watch this film because it got some it got some hype when it came out. And it's 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 is it's, it modern? It is a, it is a new film. That's good because um, I I was like going to look when I'm looking for what to draft. I you know me I stick in my comfort zone yep. which is 80s and 90s yeah and I'm no not, I mean, erotic, I'm not deviating for that because the 90s erotic that was erotic thrillers. that's when erotic thrillers right, got right. Hot. erotic thrillers don't really exist anymore it's true because um, I couldn't think of it the closest was there's a show on Netflix called Obsessed it's a mini series okay and that's an erotic thriller in every possible way you the show you could be an erotic thriller. I would agree with that right. yeah um. And maybe maybe the erotic thriller is a genre that, only, that really exists in TV now. Um, Thanks HBO. <laughs> the um, but uh, so this movie when it when it first came out, it came out in twenty twenty one. I remember reading just on the internet um, that it was getting it was getting some some Oscar buzz. Oh, that means it sucks. And then I and then I read the premise. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. You've already got me hyped. So uh, we we're watching from the year 2021, uh, the movie Benedetta. I'm no longer hyped. I don't know what this is. Benedetta. This yeah. is going to be a shit fest for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, How not. do you spell that? Let me add it to our uh, list here. B-E-N-E-D-E-T-T-A. Benedetta. Okay. Well, fuck that. All right. It's so- about lesbians, bro. It's about it's about uh, lesbian nuns. <laughs> oh, baby! <laughs> and it's not a porn. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever? Next time you talk to someone about the porn you watch, okay? And I, I know you're like me. You enjoy girl on girl. Just tell them you just say, yeah, I tend to watch gay porn. Okay. Since it's girl on girl, sure. it counts. Right, right. But always people laugh at me when I say that. They laugh at you? They can't do that. No, they shouldn't. And I'm just See, 2023. Edit this out. All right. Uh, so we're going to watch there. When you think of erotic thrillers, yeah. there's one that I've never seen. Yeah. And it is one of two erotic thrillers that first comes to mind when you hear the phrase. Okay. Do you have any idea what I'm talking um, about? Cruel Intentions. No, that's a good one. That was a, that would be a good choice. Yeah. Um, but no. It stars the king. Who's the king of erotic thrillers? Uh, Richard Gere. No. <laughs> it stars Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas is the king of erotic thrillers. He's been in most of them. I, I guess in all. Have guy. you ever seen, and this isn't what I'm picking, Fatal Attraction? Yes. That That's like the original. Okay, yeah. Thriller of this nature. Uh, but this one is the one that came after and f- has one of the most famous scenes in cinema history. Fatal Attraction 2? No, starring oh. Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone, we're gonna watch Basic Instinct. Oh, okay, okay. I've never actually seen it. I've only I don't ever think seen I have either. that one scene. Yeah, that you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, Doesn't matter. No, I know, but <laughs> I mean, I'm on board. Uh, so, but the last one that you selected for Musician Week, um. That I was also on board with turned I, up to blow. I admitted faces, that so. I fucked up right, yeah. with I got the hook up too. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. And I almost think that it's so bad we should strike it from the record. <laughs> like it just doesn't even it's exist. It's too easy to put as the worst. <laughs> you know, um but you, sh- it, you should actually title that the episode um S- Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. <laughs> 
I thought about it. I've got ideas. Like I'm going to, of course, by the time this comes out, that episode's already out. Um, but right. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, all right. So I've actually seen this movie and I saw it on accident. Um, it's also another recent release. Um, but my wife is very much into thrillers. Uh, not so. I, I guess not so much erotic thrillers, but she also enjoys okay. the, the smut TV. This, good, this is going to have erotic nature to it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the whole point. It fits the theme. I could pick like the Pelican Brief, and that's a thriller. No, no, no. I'm saying like, I think she she put this movie on originally because of like you know how they. They list the genres. Showgirls. Got uh, it. <laughs> the, uh, that's my favorite scary movie, by the way. Um, you know, you get the reference? Scream 2. Where Dewey. He says Showgirls is his favorite scary movie? Yeah, no, the guy on the phone, um, uh, Ghostface Killer guy, uh, asks on the phone, Dewey, hey, what's your favorite scary movie? And he says Showgirls. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. should. That's yeah. sad because I uh, love Scream. But Scream Two's <laughs> two and three. I don't watch that much. Um. Anyways, uh, so we're watching from the year twenty twenty one, a movie called The Voyeurs, and uh, I remember it being good. Um, now I, I mean, I also wasn't paying that much attention because I was just on my phone. Um, but I remember would look up. <laughs> I would look up like every you know couple minutes. And there'd be something on, and I'm like, "Ooh, what's happening? Let me yeah. let me watch this." Yeah. Uh, so it's called yeah. the Voyeurs. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Voyeurs, got it. Great, fantastic. Now, talking about paying attention, yeah. Let's see if you were paying attention. Who is the king of erotic thrillers? Richard Gere. Fuck. <laughs> Michael Douglas. All right. So, are, are you doubling up on Michael Douglas? My first movie was '92. My second movie is 1994. Starring the king. Basic Instinct 2. Of erotic thrillers. Alongside Demi Moore. We're going to watch Disclosure. G.I. Jane? Jane? You said Demi Moore. That's the only movie I can name with Demi Moore. You couldn't name Striptease. Oh, I could. could, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could name Striptease. So that's that's what we're doing. Let's run it back down here. (laughs) We're going to do first Benedetta. What the? Yeah, man. You're gonna you're gonna thank me after you. I, I might, I might, I might be chafed raw. Who knows? <laughs> uh, then we're gonna watch Basic Instinct, an absolute classic I've never seen. Then The Voyeurs, and we're gonna finish the month out with Disclosure. Disclosure, okay. I've never seen that. I don't even know. I, I'm not either. I've not seen. That's the main reason I didn't do. I was tempted to do Fatal Attraction because it is good and a classic, but I've seen it recently, yeah. and I kind of want to do something I've not seen. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, of these, uh, except the voyeurs, I haven't seen any of them. So um, that's great. I I can really uh, get behind watching movies I've never seen before. So, um, all right. So, uh, if oh, damn, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing right now. Hey, if you want to get in touch with Mark on Twitter, you can do so. You can go to I heard you liked on uh, Twitter. I'm gonna put our handles right above our. He's heads. pointing as if. Um, the, the, the he knows how to do it already, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it's not going to look if, anything like if that. If you want to give Mark video editing tips, please do. Find him on Twitter at I heard you like. And if you want to tell um, Jeff uh, that you know Peter doesn't care what you watch in your porn 
history. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Podcast by Jeff. I'm not worried about PETA. I'm worried about my <laughs> wife. <laughs> listen, listen. She knows you need your escapes, okay? But I don't need you need, you need your detachments. Farm animals. <laughs> Turtle's not a farm animal. They live somewhere in a pond. I guess a pond could be on a farm. That's why I and, always catch you swimming in the pond. <laughs> anyways, um, if you want to get uh, follow us, follow the podcast on Twitter. You can find us at Movie Draft House. Uh, throw us some uh, thoughts about uh, themes, or if you have some music that you you think would be good, uh, we could plug that. Uh, and speaking of music, we want to thank the Schizophonics. Uh, once again, for allowing us to use their music here on the podcast with their song "Turns to Glass," and um, you can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Um, you can find all the the links to their socials in the show notes. Uh, throw them a like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, Jeff, any words of wisdom? I forgot to write any down. Oh, uh, cowabunga! Watch your pants.